Thank you for downloading this episode of the Football Purist Podcast. Please help by subscribing and check out footballpurist.com. This is Brian Painter with the Talk On Podcast. I'm here at the Irish American after Liverpool lost the Community Shield one to one. <laughs> uh, I'm joined by the one, the only Tyler Vinyl. Tyler, how are you doing today? Uh, home sweet home, you know. <laughs> it was great waking up this morning. No, I was coming to watch a match and drink a beer. It was, uh, it was a nice day. Which you didn't drink a beer at all. <laughs> I'm still a little hurting. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Tyler's hurting, and so is Liverpool after uh, we lost the Community Shield. By and large, I thought City played better in the first half. Um, they were finding gaps in our defense. Um, I think they've they figured out a, play, a, a way to play um, between Van Dyke and Rabo, and they play over the top against uh, Trent Alexander-Arnold. Um, they had the better chances in the first half, but I thought in the second half Liverpool came on and really took it to City, and we were unlucky not to come away with the win in full time. But uh, as it has it, we went to PKs, and your boy, Jeannie Wijnaldum, had a shit penalty kick. By and large, though, it was great to see um, Firmino look like he was on his game. Salah looked great, other than his finishing, because <laughs> it was pretty poor, um, to, be, to be fair. Um, but, Tyler, how do you think the game played out? I think you said it right. It was a tale of two halves, I think. Pep set up very creatively. You know, it, it wasn't. <laughs> it wasn't necessarily that. Uh, yeah, we're okay for right now. Um, it wasn't necessarily just playing in between Rabo, who had a poor game in my opinion. Both outside backs, unfortunately, are starting slow this season. But um, it wasn't just playing between between the center back and the left back. It was they were overloading that side. You yeah. know, every time they, yeah. they set up a triangle, and you pointed it out too. They set up a triangle, and Rabo was out defending the wide man or the overlapping fullback. Van Dyke was focused on the striker, and then Kevin De Bruyne or another midfielder would make a... And you'd have a third man in Hendo, or whoever was in the midfield there wasn't tracking the run. And uh, it created a lot of problems. They repeatedly just got in between those two, and it it caused danger. That wasn't how they got their goal. Um, But, you know, there's some things we got to figure out. It looks like Man City, Pep set up a very creative attacking approach. But yeah, listen, second half Liverpool, you know, there should not have been penalties. Liverpool had too many chances. Mo was a little sloppy putting him away. You know, everyone's getting kick-started. It's a preseason game. They have incre- looked monumentally better today than they have in any other preseason match I've watched. And I do think, you know, the top players are coming into form at the right time. I think we're going to see a, a belter of a first game against Norwich. I, I think the boys are going to come out hot. You think, they're, you think, you think this is going to kick them on? You think they're going to be pissed off about losing this one? With You know, you had posts. You had balls cleared off the line. I mean, that... That effort by Walker to get it off the line, I mean, that was all heart. And I got to give it to him. Like, I'm not a big Kyle Walker fan, but, I mean, he, he doesn't make that fucking butt-gusting run back to clear it off the line. Liverpool are fucking hoisting the community shield. Absolutely, and that wasn't the only opportunity. There was one or two others where, you know, there was another one where Ox dispossessed. I think it was Walker. You know, there was a sloppy pass out of the back, and it was Mo and Ox, and, and Mo decided to try to, you know, shoot or do something when he had his back to the net, and the keeper was rushing him could have laid it off that's an easy finish uh you know it's not the easiest pass but you find a way to get that in there there were a couple chances that should have been goals but of course you know sterling had one or two where he was in on the keeper and 
by and large, I think between the two halves, Liverpool probably deserved to edge it. But, it, you know, I don't think you can be too disappointed with uh, losing in penalties. Are these the two best teams in uh, in England? I mean, to be, to, to be honest, I mean, this is precisely how last season played out. Neck and neck, down to the wire. You've got City, you've got Liverpool, and the slimmest of margins separates them once again. I, I think that's right, and I think you'll see them... I, I don't know, there's a whole, like, rivalry between Man City and Liverpool. is really overblown, in my opinion. If you see... They just lost the trophy, and the players are all hugging each other, Klopp and Pepper joking around. There's a lot of respect there for that. I think, you know, they got, it got a little heated today on the sidelines when there were some tackles. It's a preseason game. Gomez got in great. You love that. You just love that. <laughs> oh, no, but listen, I think these two teams are two of the best. I think Tottenham is, you know, they, they got that young guy, Ndombele from, I just butchered that, Ndombele yeah, no, from, from uh, Lyon. He's, or he's like a that. unit of a central midfielder who, I you know, can kind of do everything. And that's something they don't, they've been lacking. And they've otherwise kept their team together. Tottenham's a very good team. I think, you know, over the long haul, they can be competitive too. Do you think, uh, I mean, it's going to be a bloodbath between these two for the, for the entire season. I don't, see how, I don't see how it doesn't go down to the wire again like it did last season. I mean, this game today just basically demonstrates the fact that these two teams are on a, on a par with one another. They're in a uh, league by themselves. I get your Spurs comment, but to be honest, I just don't see Spurs having the depth to compete on all the different fronts. Um, but again, Liverpool came up short today. Um, I want to talk about the defense because I was really concerned in the first half. Um, Allison had a shocker. Yeah, Allison was not great. Um, Trent was he was pretty poor too. Like I mean, he was getting passed over. I don't know if Trent sneaks up and is trying to push forward and the the opposition is recognizing that and are trying to play over his head. I mean, he just was not good. And I think Pep is a smart enough manager where he, he knows that they have pace out there. They started, I think it was Sané out there on the yeah. left at first and then he got injured, but Trent Alexander-Arnold is not poor in the tackle. He's not weak. He has a great pass on him. Where you can beat him is over the top because he doesn't have the pace. If you have pace getting behind him, it's possible. And so they were targeting him. They know he likes to creep up because he got 12 assists in the league last season. I don't, you know? yeah, I don't even know how many guys. Yeah. You know, like him and Rabo were trading assists I think for he fun. was 12, and I think Rabo was 11. Yeah. Yeah. That was just in the league, though. You know, They yeah. had a handful more. In, uh, I think he had 15 total for the season. Listen, but he, I mean, he creeps forward. He's a big part of the attack. Both fullbacks are. I think he had a tough game. I think Rabo had a really tough game. And I think Allison had a tough game. It's well, what did you make of them switching right before half? Like, I didn't understand flip, that. Flipping sides, like, I was like, you know, I get I get they were coming down that wing on Trent, but, like, but also, they, but I don't know if putting Rabo over there is going to make a fucking bit of difference. And I actually think as, as much as they were coming at Trent, they were getting in between Rabo and uh, Van Dyke, so they were overloading that side. They, they did a good job splitting... You know, I'm curious if I had the stats in front of me. Ali, we know you're a stat guy. Go figure this out for me. Is um, how many attacks in the first Do your half. job, Ali. Yeah. Basically do your, do your freaking job, Ali. <laughs> um, make yourself useful. No, how many attacks came down the left versus how many came in the right in the first half? Because I think, I think pretty, it's pretty even. Pretty, pretty even. Pretty yeah. even. Pretty so even. I don't know what switching there does. Those long diagonals, though, were killing us I mean, in the first it's a, half. It's a good look. It's a good look. I mean, I'm not doing the trophy presentation. Yeah, fuck them. I hate um, seeing Sterling lift a trophy. Yeah, out. I'm yeah. still a little bitter. That but, uh, fucking cunt. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Language, language, language. language. Ali, bleep that too, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I, you know, I, 
I think though that if uh, Sané is out for an extended period of time, that could be beneficial. But he's uh, gonna, he's gone for a very extended period of time because he's going to sign for Bayern Munich. <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's well, gone. within the injury, I don't know if you know. Oh, that's depend, interesting. D- depending if he there. depend, yeah, depending on how bad his injury is, I don't know if he I don't know if he signs. Maybe or, they maybe or, they cut the price a little bit. Yeah, you know? maybe. <laughs> well, to be fair, I think Sane. Uh, He's a quality player, and uh, without him backing backing up that front line, I you know I don't think they win last year. So it'll be interesting to see how long he's out for. Um, Going along that line, you made a comment earlier saying you don't know that Spurs has the depth. You know, City are a great example. They they lost they they last season throughout the course of the year they realized Danilo and Mendy weren't working out as fullbacks, and so they went out and they acquired a young fullback this this off season. And you know he's a youth guy; they're going to bleed bleed in, but. You could see him fitting in the first team. And then their only other issue in their squad was that Fernandinho's 35. And they went out and they bought one of the best uh, center defensive mids in La Liga. But that, I thought Rodri looked well off the pace. Well, Bobby Firmino is in his head. Yeah. He, uh, he, he snipped the ball a couple times, and I don't think you have that level of effort over in La Liga. Yeah, I mean... From a striker. Yeah, from a striker, sure. I mean, I thought Bobby played excellent. I thought him and Salah um, looked in mid-season form. Um way better than what they looked like midweek. I mean, I thought Salah looked great midweek, but, like, Bobby Bobby looked like he had too much fun on vacation. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I think that's all right, and I think the point you made earlier about these two teams varying very tight, I think the first, the starting XI, starting 11 is very tight between these two teams. I think depth-wise, Liverpool could get exposed this year. If there's a single injury to a major player, I, I think the depth scares me. And I actually proved me wrong today because we made five or six substitutions in the second half and in the second half Liverpool dominated and Shakiri, uh, Naby Keita like a lot of players stepped up and did alright but um, I don't think those guys are the quality that you need to be a potentially fill-in starting player if there's a major injury or something like that well it still looks like we're short up top I mean to be fair uh, Brewster didn't even make the bench you started yeah, Origi yeah you started Origi and I'm okay with Origi coming off the bench if Mane's fit. I don't think that's a bad option. I'm just saying we still look like levels um, worse in our backups than yes. City does. I mean, when you're bringing when you're bringing Jesus, Mares, you know those the likes of those folks and Sane when he's fit. Those are your substitutes. Those right. are your substitutes. We're World bringing class. Ox, Shakiri, and Origi. And then Brewster, like I'm, I'm not seeing that. You know, I guess some of the youngins, well, we got to see him. I got to see Brewster in action. Maybe he is really a stand-in for Sturridge. I think Sturridge is a terrific backup, and when he's fit and when he wants to try. But uh, you know, <laughs> Brewster's a young kid who scores a lot of goals. Maybe he is a villain. Maybe they keep Harry Wilson this year, and you know Your that's man. the plan. Your I, man, you listen, love Harry Wilson. I mean, you see that goal he scored in the uh, last one. <laughs> No, listen. Tyler has a chubby for yeah, for Harry. Wilson. Anybody who can shoot from twenty five outs, my guy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I um, I do think Liverpool is lacking a little bit of depth. Although that wasn't on show today, I think today is just a coin flip. I, I think the t- tale of two halves. City played better the first. Liverpool we'll sorted down, it out yeah. in the second, and then in penalties. Listen, Allison had a tough game. We, he's got to get his head right before the season starts. Maybe this was a good wake-up for him. He was still on a, uh, riding a horseback in the mi- middle of nowhere. How, how many passes out of the back did you see him just fluff to the other team or out of bounds? Like, he doesn't do that. Last season, he doesn't do that. He plays it. He One of his best assets is he can pick a pass, and he's reliable. This year, he was, like, hitting low-driven passes into the midfield, and 
right to city players or kicking him out of bounds and like you can't do that yeah not against city i mean listen he had a poor game i didn't think he was great uh but if you put this level in against Norwich today, oh yeah, yeah, you're like, gonna you're, you're gonna you're, win three you're, you're, nil, three four nothing. Yeah, no doubt. Like Mo Salah is not gonna fluff that many chances. I mean, he had what probably almost 10, 10 legit shots where he was. I, I counted where five. He could, where yeah. he could have could have scored. We'll, we'll make the, um, we'll you emphasize. the first ten minutes of the yeah, fucking game. Right. <laughs> we'll emphasize. He had five in those games. Yeah, we'll make the emphatic point and say it was ten. We'll double it. Uh, All right. But I counted five. Listen, he looks good. He actually, I get it. He's going to get slated today for not finishing. Everyone's sure. already talking and saying he should bang those in. And there were two towards the end where it really makes no sense that he missed them. But he was very lively. He was fighting and winning the ball. Some, he, he didn't scared, lose he a step. He the shit out of Shevchenko like the whole game. He did not lose a step of pace. In fact, I think he looks quicker than he did at the Zinchenko, end of last season. Shevchenko is the party. Zinchenko. Yeah, Zinchenko. Yeah. Shevchenko is the party. And also the yeah. Ukrainian guy, yeah, yeah. you know, <laughs> superstar that played for Chelsea in Milan. Um, um, well, yeah, I think Mo looks good. And I think Mo, if he plays at that level against Norwich, he's going to be walking the ball into the net as opposed yeah. to fluffing those chances. Yeah, I agree. I think... Uh, Ah man, I'm just I'm I'm just upset, but it always sucks to lose to City. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Regardless um, of whether it's a Mickey Mouse trophy, and I thought you know like one guy I want to talk about is Joe Gomez because he, he 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 had a really bad play in the first half where he let Sterling pick his pocket, but the, the rest of the game he was lights out. I mean, pacey, fat, like nobody was getting around his edge. I mean, like, it was it was impressive to see him back in the Liverpool lineup. His recovery pace is his best asset. That, that and his control. I mean, I think there was, I remember back when he was on form last season, there was some meme, and it was like, oh, yeah, there's a meteor coming towards Earth. No worries, Joe Gomez will chest it out of the sky and uh, play, <laughs> play it calmly out wide. And uh, that's uh, he did it a couple of times. He's really just a steady player, and his recovery pace really is terrific. As a center back, if he stays healthy, and I'm knocking on wood because I really yeah, think he's well, terrific. Yeah, he hasn't stayed healthy his entire career so far. If he stays healthy and he plays alongside Virgil, that partnership could be um, really scary for other teams. And then yeah, Matip's I mean, a great player, and so having him as your third is um, is very solid. And and then Lovren as your fourth. I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say <laughs> I was saying it for Jeff just because I know Jeff uh, absolutely despises Dan, Lovren. Dan Lovren is a great Fourth, fourth choice, choice center, center back. back. Yes, <laughs> he's a great fourth choice center back. Absolutely, yes. like you couldn't name a better one. But anyways, um, I, 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 you know, Van Dyke just never looks bothered. I thought he had a couple shaky moments, but for the most part, it's Virgil, it's Virgil, and it's Virgil, yeah. and he is just the epitome of calm, cool, and collected. Runs that back line. Got the that, captain armband. Saw that recovery run when Sterling yeah, had his breakaway. Right, that was that. absolutely. He made Sterling think about the decision, yeah. and then Sterling, right at the right moment, yeah, too. and then right Sterling right completely moment. booted it um, right into Allison's hands. I mean, I thought that was like, I thought that was an amazing recovery to, just to catch up from a speed perspective. Yeah, I mean, because Sterling's not slow. I mean, we've seen him in how many times outrun so many people, but you know, for us, Virgil needs to stay healthy because I don't think that defense functions without him. That's exactly my point. And, you know, I said it repeatedly this summer and everyone told me I was a moron, but why not put a world-class center back, another world-class center back in the team? If you can... There's all these rumors but about... Hoping, but we're hoping Joe Gomez is that world-class center back. And I have no problem with that. But if Virgil van Dyke goes down, I don't think that either Matip or Gomez, nor Gomez, at this point in their career, have the same impact on the squad 
that Virgil Van Dyke does. Whereas no, if you if you go and spend, you just won the Champions League. You got a hundred million dollars in your pocket. Yeah, so go spend you, some of it. Yeah, but I mean, what do you make of that? So we haven't. I honestly, am a little we bit haven't clueless. been linked seriously with anybody. Like I, I don't even. I mean, I, I, I you know, you know, I love a transfer. I got it. I got. I got. I'm a little baffled. Like the fact that they listen. Dream World. The rumors about Bruno or Coutinho. You know, it'd be great to have an attacking spark in the midfield, uh, and it would be great to find somebody in that 24 to 26 year old range who's like a terrific. I think Bruno Fernandez could be a great fit, but everybody wants him right now. But, but, but I mean, but more importantly, okay, so let's get let's get say, an outside back. Let's say, well, right, because go by Ryan Sessegnon. Our, our options right now. You saw him today. Milner was on the bench, or uh, he was out with a muscle strain, and our substitution for Trent basically moved Gomez to the right back, brought Matip in. I don't know if that's sustainable for the entire season. Well, I actually think you run the risk of injuring Gomez because playing those two different positions requires different types of running. And when you're on the outside back, I, I don't. if I want him to stay healthy, I don't want him making lung-busting lung runs up and down the wing trying to cross passes in. I want him playing next to Virgil, playing a little bit calmer and not risking injury. Yeah. Um, so, And the other option is that the whoever that I'm going to mispronounce this one too, Hoover from uh, from Netherlands, the young he, you know the he non- played really well in the preseason so far, but, but I mean he's a 17 year old kid, he's an 18 year old kid. Get somebody yeah, who's played like, some top flight football. Go that's, go. That's, Junior Firpo just signed for Barcelona, and he was one of the first names Liverpool were linked for this summer. Less than 30 million pounds, and you know he was he is but, a but he 20. For, but he wants first team football, and you're not going to get it. You're, he's no, not he's, starting over. Is he starting over Jordi Alba? I mean, I mean, maybe, maybe, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I, I like Alba's getting old. I, I don't think he's. I don't think he starts over him. But I'm, I'm just saying, like I, 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 I hear what you're saying. I'm, I'm just saying that we have been the the lack of activity in the transfer window is is. You said it today. It's confusing. It's really confusing because either because like FSG doesn't plan for the short term. They're not. They're not like Barcelona or Madrid or anything else. They don't plan for the short term. They plan for the long term. So that, t- you said it today, it tells me that there's a plan for 2020. Yeah, yeah. It has. That's the only thing that makes sense because they, they're very smart businessmen and this club is very well run. It is not a club like City where you can just spend, spend, spend or Madrid or one of those. But at the same time, when you win the Champions League, it, that's found money. Right. That was not in your underwriting for the year. You didn't know you were going to win. You turned a record profit last season, uh, and, and the season before, and then this last season. You didn't spend money you didn't have because you sold Coutinho, Coutinho, and that's where your money comes from. Yet you're sitting on cash, and you're just choosing not to spend it. T- to me, that reeks of some big expenditure coming up in the future, whether it's a stadium renovation or Mbappe. And, and Mbappe 2020. <laughs> I mean, we said it. I mean, I think a boppy 2020 is all in our wildest dreams. And uh, but maybe they do want to go out and spend like a hundred plus on a on a big time superstar and say make a statement. But or they're just being cautious. And all these comments Klopp is making about how we don't have money, the club wants to keep some of the money they made. Well, I mean, not only that, but I think I think they're giving new contracts to everybody, right? Which is great. I mean, but it's also increased wages and whatnot. I get it. I don't know that that moves the needle when you're talking about the amount of money that you get from progressing in the Champions League. I don't think anybody underwrites that stuff into your annual business plan. You don't say, I assume, you know, when you're doing that, it's contingent dollars. And when you win, I think 
it was a little unexpected. So, it, all right, here's here's the stats because it's up on the screen now. Seventeen shots versus eight, Oof. nine shots on target versus Oof. three, seven corners versus two, fifty-three percent <laughs> um, possession. I mean, you know, Liverpool acquitted themselves very well. Here's most shots. Shots on shots. Ten. Ten. I was right. <laughs> shots on target? Four. Okay. Four. okay. There you go. But I said we're both shots. right. Oh, we're okay. both right. We're both right. <laughs> All right, Tyler. Um, we're gonna get out of here because we gotta go uh, meet the missuses for uh, brunch, but uh, that's right, we're brunching in we're, this. We're brunch city. guys. Um, we're brunch guys. But uh, Tyler, we got Norwich on Friday. <clears throat> What's your predictions for the season? And uh, how do you think, uh, how many trophies of the six that are remaining do we win? Guys, I, I think they're finishing second or third, and they're not winning any trophies. <laughs> what the fuck did I invite you for? All right. Um, I think I think we smash Norwich next weekend. Um, I think we win four, five, nothing. I that think I can see. That I can see. That I can see. I think we win two trophies. Um, I think we get an FA Cup in there, and then the league. I don't think we do the Champions League this year. You think we're gonna get the league this year? I think we're gonna get the league this year. This is my bold projection. Bold. I think it's. I think right, it's. I happening. take it back. I can see the FA Cup. The FA Cup and the league. Um, I think we get. We continue to do uh, the business in the silverware department. Um, yeah, I just do. All right, guys. This has been Brian Painter and Tyler Vinyl with the Talk On Podcast. We will be back to you next week after Norwich Liverpool kick off the season on Friday night. Talk on. Talk, talk on. on. Talk on. Talk on.